According to His power that is at work within us. Welcome to our first ep- episode of the Safety Experts by Spear and Lancaster. My name is Jerome Spear. I'll be your host today. And today we have um, in our studio Jeremy Lancaster and his wife Letty. And we are going to discuss family and faith and their journey specifically. Jeremy, we've known each other for quite a number of years. Long time, Jerome. And we're both excited to be on this uh, first podcast, too. Uh, we're all a little bit uh, nervous, but we're excited about the opportunity to share our experiences. So thanks for, uh, first of all, me and you being able to partner together, which we'll talk more about. But thanks for uh, inviting us and us doing this together. Well, so far, it's been a, a quite a journey in just a short time that we've um, officially formed this partnership, which has been just over a little, little bit over a month, a month and a half or so. Yep. And uh, we've known each other for 30 plus years. And this is a question I get asked a lot, um, especially when I testify, is how did you get into this business of this profession of safety and your expertise is in actually migrating into process safety management. We'll talk about some of that experience, but why did you decide to go into this field? That's actually, that's a great question. I think it might even, you know, some are maybe thinking about our, the title of our podcast, which is the safety experts. So, even around that, what what makes me, what makes someone a, a safety expert? You know, I first think about my education. I went to, I got my undergraduate in Murray State University, which is in Western Kentucky, because I'm a Tennessean before I moved to Texas and married the lady, my wife, which you guys will get to hear more about her. So now do you claim to be a Texan or a Tennessean? That's... Uh, both. I, when I explain it, I still say both. Well, it depends. Who do you root for? Do you root for the volunteers or the, or the Aggies? Volunteer, <laughs> volunteer states. So if, if you go by if you go by sports teams, then I'm definitely still definitely still a, a, a Tennessean and and ladies a Texan all the way through from a sports standpoint. So that's a great uh, great question around that. So first, I mean, as far as um, you started. When you started going to college, did you know that you wanted to be a safety professional? I, I was like most, I would think, in their 20s trying to figure out what, what I wanted to get my degree in, what I wanted to focus on in my career. Didn't know at first. I was big into sports. We were talking about, I mean, you're joking about sports teams, but I was on a, a basketball scholarship and then transferred to Murray State. And I'd heard a lot about occupational safety and health and that it was a uh, an industry where you could get a job easy. Uh, my my dad, uh, who's been a great uh, influence on my life, a great Christian influence on my life, who also who worked for Chicago Bridge and Iron, as you and I know, and you, uh, Jerome, you knew my my d- dad Don before uh, before you and I met each other, and he'd worked in the industry with CBNI, and so yeah, I went to went to Murray and it, it proved to be the, uh, a good uh, experience from a degree standpoint and was able to get a job with CBNI pretty quick uh, afterwards. 
I do share this story now and, and probably in future podcasts, we'll talk about this and our, our podcast today. And this fits into that of, of having, uh, faith and all three of us having our Christian, uh, uh, foundation with everything that happens in, in our life. And I, I lost my only brother, uh, actually during a major construction accident. So fast forward, we are today, a lot of things that we do around um, protecting people and our experiences, Jerome and I's uh, 60 plus years of experiences. You know, I think about that every day of, of losing a brother who was two years older than me, and he, he tragically died in a, a trenching and excavation incident. And those are things you and I work on together to help uh, protect people. So that uh, that happened around that same time. So I'd be naive to sit here and say that 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 wasn't um, something that happened for a reason in, in in my life and didn't know at the time. But it uh, yeah, that's helped frame my career uh, also with the loss of loss of a brother. Yeah, we had that common experience as well. And around about the same time I was in college I, and you didn't know this until later after we started discussing this partnership that my older brother died in a car accident when I was 18 years old in college, freshman in college as well. So, and it wasn't an industrial accident, but it was a, you know, we do, um, you know, one, one of the more common causes of actually the most common causes of fatalities are vehicle accidents. Um, and, um, and so I, I don't know if that, I don't think that had a play in my decision may, may subconsciously perhaps, but, but, but again, we have, that, that's something that I've known about, about your brother from, from Don talking about it when I worked with him several years back. And, um, but, but yeah, that is something that, that, um, we are, and I find this mostly, uh, about people in the safe profession are very dedicated in what they do. And our goal is to achieve an optimal level of safety, minimize injuries, illnesses, and losses. Yeah. So, yeah, you, coming back to your, your question of, um, you know, educational background and, and the title of our podcast, Safety Experts, of, you know, the education, the life experiences. And anyone that listens to this, you're right, you've got life experiences that also affect what happens in your job from day to day. So I'm, I had those and then, then had the fortunate opportunity to uh, have a lot of practical experiences over the years, which we'll talk about in future podcasts. We may talk about some more now and, and Letty being by my side, being able to work all over uh, the, the world together. Yeah, let's talk about a little bit about that because um, you have spent quite a bit of time overseas. So you first started working for Chicago Bridge and Iron Company. How long were you, were you with CB&I? I was with CB&I counting internship, I think 12 to 13 years. Oh, that long? Yeah. Okay. And that's how Letty and I met. Yay. And my first uh, international, I, I was over our, our first dating together and he, he talk about faith and trust. And well, how, how did y'all meet? We met uh, here in, in Houston. I was actually at a, a training class yes. uh, with, with CB and I. Did you work for CB and I? I did no. not. No. <laughs> she didn't even know who they were. Exactly. For, for those who don't know, there, there's an in, inside joke among um, CBI, CBI folks that CBI stands for cousin, brothers, and in-laws. So, so it, would, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if, if you had worked for CBI at some point in time. <laughs> but yeah, our first, uh, when we got engaged in dating, I was working 
overseas in Algeria. So yes. what do you think about when you reflect back on sticking with me while I was in, this is in North Africa at a LNG facility, a gas plant where I would work uh, two months on and then two weeks of vacation. Yeah, that's right. That's when you would see me now. You worked at yeah. Algeria, right? Yeah. And then y'all were together dating at the time, right? We were. We were. And um, I knew that was something that he was looking forward to doing um, and to advance his career. And I was there to support and it worked out wonderful. It gave me the opportunity to travel, to meet him. And he's just been an absolute blessing ever since. Yeah. Well, it, it takes, I mean, long distance relationships are very hard. I understand that, but um, it takes a lot of dedication and commitment to make it work. So Jeremy, so what, when did you leave CB9? I left CBNI in, I'm trying to get the years, uh, the exact year right. That'd be in, we got married. We're getting ready to have a, a 20, we're getting ready to have our 25th wedding anniversary here in September. So I'm doing math backwards. That'd be 1998, I believe, is when I left. Yeah. Uh, I, I was working up at, uh, uh Coke refinery in Pine Bend, Minnesota, then left and work, went to work for a major uh, chemical manufacturing, moving back here to the Houston area. So that'd be 1999, 2000. 2000. Yeah, so I left in 1999 and then you left in 2000. Yeah. So that's about right. So in the company you went to work for is who? It, it was uh, Phillips 66 at the time. And then shortly after that became Chevron Phillips chemical. And that's another good example when we talk about, again, a, a leap of faith or is it a leap of faith or not uh, for all of us, uh, any, anyone listening to this, uh, when you make transitions in, in your life, uh, we were wanting to get back closer to the Houston area. I loved working for CB&I the years that I did. Uh, I mentioned my dad working for CB&I. He retired with 40 plus years. So it had been uh, back to the, the family joke. Uh, he'd been working with them. So that was a very tough decision for us to move and go to work, even though it was for a major company uh, uh, transitioning. And that was doing safety and health also. And uh, it ended up being one of the greatest uh, career uh, career moves that we ever made. So when we talk more about me and you and our transition together, me, you and Letty transitioning together. Uh, in the end, right? Faith is our foundation uh, with, with everything. And we, we have to, we have to re remember that. And, and I'm talking to myself when I say this, you know, we go through struggles every day. There's much more to, uh, and when we say faith, right? Faith is our faith through Christ, everything on, earth here is material and we can't lose sight of that and when we make career transitions job transitions um we have to look at it in that light that it's that it's um it's all something that's going to be temporary here on earth and, and i had to convince myself that uh you and i have to do that with the decisions that we make and, and they they work themselves out i don't know if you what you think as far as faith in those type of transitions that we make? What are, what are your I thoughts? I totally feel the same. I just feel everything that I do is to glorify Him. And it was definitely um, a transition being overseas, going from 
somewhat of a retirement in the accounting world. Once we had Devin, he was six weeks old when we transitioned to Saudi Arabia. So um, there was just lots of relying, getting into um, just relying on our savior to get us through those times away from family. So, and especially in uh, a Muslim world where it was looked, I mean, there was no way that they allowed Christianity of any sort. So it was good for me as a mom, a wife to experience that because I felt that it strengthened my faith in the Lord um, because I obviously didn't work. I stayed home with the boys and um, we did Bible studies on twice a week. So it was an experience for sure. Indeed. We'll be right back after this break. Baron Lancaster is an expert safety, process safety, and industrial hygiene consulting firm dedicated to helping organizations increase profits through the use of risk management and incident prevention techniques. Baron Lancaster has over 60 years of combined experience assisting hundreds of national and international organizations in achieving greater profitability by reducing workplace risk. Yeah, so this uh, first time we talked about you going overseas, Nigeria, that was with CB&I. And the second time was when you were working for CP Kim, right? And that's what, yeah, what ladies describe it. And that was in Saudi? Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long were you there? And that was with the, the boys. Uh, both of the boys transitioned with us over there, and we were there almost five and a half years. Five and a half years. So let's talk about, about your two sons, Deb, um, Cody. First, how old is Cody? Cody's 23. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so there's a nine year difference between Cody and Devin. Devin is 14. He's have he'll be uh, 15 July 17th. So there is a huge gap. Yeah, well, I totally understand that. You know, last time I met y'all before we got reunited was um, actually my son's, oldest son's second year birthday, Sterling. That's right. And Cody was there. He was, he's about maybe less a year or less than Sterling's age. Yep. And then um, afterwards, I found out y'all had a second one, Devin, who is actually the same age as my youngest son. (laughs) He's 14. So... Yep. More similarities. Very much so. So let's talk a little bit more about, about uh, your experience with CP Kim. Okay. And and tell me tell me what types of positions, job functions, experience that you gained with with, with, um, with CP Kim. So yeah, describing my period with CP Kim and it, it it was a great experience. I had an opportunity, as we've talked about, to work domestic and international. I also got to have a unique transition and bridge of working not only in environmental health safety field, uh, the safety expert stuff that we've been talking about, but I I got to move into a leadership role within operations and leading manufacturing units, uh, being over larger organizations within manufacturing. 
uh, facilities and, and got to have those opportunities during that period of time. So, so yeah, I had both a lot of EHS type stuff and I was in a management role where I had ultimate, ultimate responsibility for safety, process safety, industrial hygiene, uh, type experiences, uh, dealing with a lot of different hazardous, uh, chemicals on a day to day basis. Um, which uh, again fits right into what we do now of helping manage uh, manage risk. You know, manage risk right. every day. Right. It's all about managing, assessing, and managing risk that can cause harm. Right. And 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 so you have experience managing a safety and health department, but also managing op- the operations of a plant as well, don't you? Yes. And. Back to transitions in life, um, you know, when you think you want to do certain things, you know, during that period, I was on uh, a pace where I was pretty certain that that's what I wanted to continue, uh, continue doing. And I, I learned to accept that, uh, you know, the last, last few years of what, what you think you want, what others have, uh, others, meaning other people have plans that may not be the same. And then as we've talked about, uh, our, our faith in the, in the bigger picture that God has planned for us, um, those don't always come out to be the same. And that's been my biggest, uh, and again, maybe something those, those that are listening, uh, you've got those similar experiences and that, that gets us where, you know, where Jerome, you and I are today and the neat opportunity that uh, presented itself within the last couple of years. I think we'll talk more about that of how much you and I work together, you Letty and I work together to to ensure that this was the right next steps. But yeah, my my career path uh, changed because others have control over what you do, and, and you find out that there's a lot of other things out there, and, and that that's what happened with me is making that decision to of security comfort of working with a major uh, chemical company and moving into something now that. I'm enjoying a whole lot more. We're having fun with it. It's got its own stresses, right? Of, of being a, a business owner. You, you've been doing it for, for 20 years. It's, it's still hard work, but it's, but it's fun. We're, we're having fun. We're having fun working uh, from home. We don't get on each other's nerves too much. I don't think. At all. No, no. You're being kind. When you, say that. <laughs> you may be overselling that. <laughs> Absolutely not. But the neat part about it is with this transition is, is you know, not, not the hustle and bustle of driving two hours back and forth to work every day, um, helping solve problems, uh, safety, health process, safety problems with uh, dealing with different clients uh, every day. I've, I've had that opportunity in the last two weeks to do different stuff. So, yeah, Jerome, that's, that's some of the neat stuff that we're doing together and things that I wasn't able to do working for a big uh, manufacturing company. Well, let's, let's talk about your transition from a very stable, secure job with a large organization, CP Chem. You even had opportunities to be further promoted within the organization, right? The, the possibilities were still there. Again, in reality, I was at that point in my career where I I could have could be limited in what I could do, and uh, that's why that's why we made the the leap of faith, which was not so much a leap of faith. Yeah, let's talk about that leap of faith because um, it does take a certain amount of faith to make a transition like that, right? And some may think it's a leap of faith. 
But what they don't know is that we've been discussing this and working at this for two years, right? You know, and and you were getting information on what I do. You're getting information on my what kind of clients I have, what kind of financials I have, what type of work I I did. I was getting information on you as far as what type what you bring to the table, right? And in your work ethic and and your um, contacts and things of that nature. So, um, you know, when when we make a decision to put our faith in something. And we put our faith in something every day. I'm putting my faith right now and sitting in this chair that it's not going to collapse. Yeah. You know, as I gain weight, you know, my faith kind of <laughs> <laughs> decreases somewhat <laughs> in that aspect. But, but, it, it, but we do put our faith in something every day. Now, sometimes, it, you know, I don't believe in a blind leap of faith. That's just my, my own opinion. I, I think we, we get information on what we know and then we make a reason um, response to that that information or that invitation, right? So, um, some may call it a leap of faith. It is somewhat scary at times, especially it's never a good time to start a business or or quit a good paying job and and start a venture as a business owner. I mean, it's never a good time to do that. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. So, it's going to take a certain amount of faith to do that and um and tell us a little about 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 your you know your faith journey as far as from the work side and then we'll get into your spiritual faith journey so yeah when we reflect on and let you feel free to offer any insights of how you felt as we as i described the last couple years when we've made this transition but yeah the way the way i looked at it and when you and i were looking at and again we won't sit here and this these aren't smoke and mirrors discussion of there were nerves and we looked at you know you and i looking at the financial side of things um i want to touch on that a little bit though Uh, again we part of me making the decision that we did to change is you know everyone looks at finances and and the the safety blanket and the security but in the end i've always been uh, a risk taker with the right uh data and i'm not talking about just finances. I'm talking about decisions that we've made in life. I've talked earlier about moves and international experiences. And in the end, they've all been great experiences that have framed our our lives and more friendships that we've created that we wouldn't have had if we wouldn't have made those decisions. So coming back to making the career transitions, one of the things that did help me uh, help us make that move of if 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 we're just making these decisions of well the financial security and and I'm more comfortable with with my pay that I've been getting made, um, I remember you saying several times, Jerome, that that yeah, if, if it was easy, everybody would do it of creating a your your own business, and that's something that ever. I wouldn't say everybody, but most people. I would say most people that that listen to this uh, dream about running your own business, doing your own thing, being your own boss. You know, people write books about it. And in the end, that's that's what helped me make the decision. The 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 fear that existed related to finances was the uh, one of the final motivations that made me do it and make the change is uh, let's let's do it. Let's those. And that's when faith in beyond 
earth comes into play also of Christianity is all this is material. It's all going to go away. And we've got to pass that. Uh, we're we're there. Uh, and this would be a long podcast in itself as parents, right? We're, we're working on that today, right now, trying to pass that on to our kids. We, we've got an example with our oldest son. We're working on that this morning. So if, if we can't demonstrate that around having faith and it's just a job and let's have fun together. You and I, Jerome, helping people um, with our safety experiences. And it, it became an easy decision after that. What do you think? Was a hard, lady, was a harder, harder decision on, on your end or when you think about us making this uh, change to uh, joining Jerome and Spear in Lancaster? For me, I had the opportunity to, or I was given the opportunity to work for um, J.E. Spear Consulting for the two years. And um, it was a, a, a huge transition coming out of retirement into, I am a very, um, how would you say it? type of person that doesn't like change whatsoever. And so this was definitely out of my scope of being comfortable, right? My background is in accounting and going into summarizing depositions and just get familiarizing yourself with the different terminologies and stuff like that. It was definitely a learning curve, but being surrounded by who I consider family, Jerome and Becky, um, has just been a blessing, an absolute blessing, because they carry the same values and work ethics that uh, Jeremy and I do. And, um, you know, the Lord just made it really simple for me to dive in and not look back. And I thank you for that and thank him on a daily basis. Yeah. Jeremy, you mentioned um, a little while ago, um, you mentioned the word fear and faith in the same sentence. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and there's a, a quote um, that I learned, which I think is very fitting for, for the situation about fear. Because there's a certain amount of fear going to the unknown, leaving a, paying, a good paying job. And then there's a certain amount of fear. But but faith is not the absence of or, or, um, um, courage. It's courage. It's courage is, is um, not the absence of fear, but it's fear overcome by faith. So, well said. Yep. Yeah. That's that's uh, pretty much what uh, described. And another thing, Jerome, back to uh, and again, back to the, the services that we offer you and I together now and the, the, the foundation repeat customers that you have. And I, I, I described this several times is it's. It, to me, it went from, uh, again, risk is what we do. Uh, so I've described things related to risk of, you know, from what might be viewed as a as a higher risk type transition of moving from a big company to you and I formally partnering together is that that moved it from a medium risk uh, like Lady, like you were describing of us, us being able to work together, understand the business, see the potential that was out there and the, all the efforts, the uh, a lot of people listening do SWOT analysis and, and setting objectives on what's our three year targets. And Jerome, you, Jerome and I did. We did all that. We spent time going through all that to make sure that it made sense 
Uh, and, and it did. And we've seen that in the first uh, couple months together with the client base. Um, I'm still working. Uh, we, we're still working to bring in more uh, process safety opportunities because, again, we can we can offer a lot around our our 60 plus years of experience in the whole realm of risk management. But anyway, you're the, the client base, the foundation, the customer relationship that you built for the for the past 20 years or will be 20 years in, in April. Uh, was a big, uh, big part of that. So yeah, yeah. My own philosophy is always um, to do good work um, because it's easier to keep a client than it is to get a new client. And and, and I love getting new clients because once you get a new client, they become a repeat client. So that's always been my philosophy on that. So um, that's bottom line is regardless, we, we strive to to do very high quality work. So now, now um, let's move into a little bit about your um, spiritual faith journey. Now, um, and we never talked about this before between me, me and you. That I recall, I don't think. Uh, what what at what age were were you? Did you come to know Christ as your Lord and Savior? So I was wa- uh, raised. We we talked uh, already about being me being from the great state of. Uh, Tennessee. <laughs> and I was, uh, uh, and this is all part of storytelling. I'll quickly uh, uh, state from a personal testimony, my, I can summarize that pretty quick in a moment around my, my faith and my beliefs. So the, where I was raised in a church is just, is part of the storytelling, but I was raised in West Tennessee in a, in Church of Christ. And we still t- attend Church of Christ now. Uh, Letty will share her testimony in a minute about being raised in a, a Catholic church. Church. So that was a that was a, an interesting when we first started dating uh, around our, our faith, which we did talk about a lot when we were dating. So, yeah, baptized at a young age, uh, raised in Church of Christ, blessed to be raised in a, uh, a Christian home, uh, all of my family. And my clarifying statement with that couple that are very important when we think about our faith journey is um, I'm no different than anyone else. I probably struggle even more in areas. Uh, I believe we're, we're all sinners and we're saved through uh, Jesus and his, his grace with us. And I, I've uh, had my issues and still struggle uh, today, but we're faith. We're saved through uh, through Jesus. I believe in in uh, uh, scripture based. We uh, we both study through our church today, trying to learn more about uh, about our uh uh, through the Bible and through through Scripture, and we try to pass that we're you know passing that on to our to our kids. So yeah, baptized at a young young age, and back to my parents. Uh, we talked about my dad earlier, but my mom also a great uh, Christian influences on uh, on my my life. Yeah, and, you know, Scripture talks about um, those who um, put their faith in Christ or. or or new creatures, or they're transformed, right? So, how did that? How did putting your faith in in surrendering your life to, G- Lord, to Jesus Christ as your lo- Lord and Savior? How did that transform you as a person? I think the best way to describe that and fitting it into the things that we've talked about the last uh, ten to fifteen minutes is um, when I faltered in life. 
uh, which that has happened routinely through my career and how well I've made management decisions at work uh, previously and leading people from relationships at home, raising kids. Um, I've, you know, faith is the cornerstone that takes me back when I falter daily. And even even you and I, Jerome, of things where we may not agree, uh, have not agreed, there'll be things we won't agree on in the future related to our, uh, our, our business together, is going back to uh, our faith through Christ and all of this here on earth and how we make decisions need to be through those principles and what what does the what does the bible say what does the bible teach us so that's what i try to do i'll say again i i fall short of that routinely but i can always come back to that and it helps uh, helps us get through life right (laughs) it helps us get through life's uh, struggles what about your faith what about your faith journey lit when we first met so i was raised in a small town in south texas um as a Catholic, went through my sacraments, baptized as um, an infant. And when I was 16, I went to a non-denominational church with a great friend of mine and was baptized again at the age of 16. And I remember when we first started dating and I was really adamant in having our kids going to a Catholic school, you know, and so we met in the middle and and Cody did attend um, St. Mary's Catholic uh, school for two years. But as my faith has grown, we visited, we are members of the Church of Christ here in Kingwood. And so it's just something that I lean on on a daily basis to get through the hardships, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to give props to, and there's a story behind this also. You, you said a small town, but where, what town did you grow up in? Three Rivers, population 1700. So we were practically neighbors. I grew up in Lavernia. So. Absolutely. And the Three Rivers story that goes with that is, uh, again, work, working at the different places, especially when I came back to Houston and I'd meet uh, colleagues at work and say, you know, married and my wife, and she's from a small town. And I'd describe it pretty much like Letty just did. And, and then they'd say, where? And I'd say, Three Rivers. And it's, and then everybody, Knew where Three Rivers was because well, of the it's refinery, a huge refinery and hunting, town, for sure. A lot of oil drilling down that part, and hunting. The big tech, a lot, a lot of people do the big hunting excursions there. So yeah, that's uh, everybody knows where Three Rivers. All right, well, great. Let's. Um, I think that's going to be a, a wrap um, for t- for this first episode. I appreciate it, Jeremy and Letty. Look forward to many, many years together as, as a partner in Spirit and Lancaster. And I just ask that, that those of you that, uh, uh, that are listening to this, that please follow us. Our website is jespear.com. Look us up on LinkedIn under Spirit and Lancaster. And Spear and Lancaster is an expert safety, process safety, and industrial hygiene consulting firm dedicated to helping organizations increase profits through the use of risk management and incident prevention techniques. 
As Jeremy mentioned, we have 60 years of combined experience assisting hundreds of national and international organizations in achieving greater profitability by reducing workplace risk. With that said, um, look forward to the next one, Jeremy. Yeah, Jerome, thanks for having us. And again, we uh, we're, we're all we're still trying to decide what the right frequency is that we're going to do these. It's just like with anything, we'll see. It, it'll be based on what our our customer and our audience uh, and you all give us feedback. If there are certain topics, so uh, we've got more process safety topics lined up in the near future. We'll talk more about industrial hygiene. We're going to spend time talking about uh, safety leadership, uh, risk management, and organizations. So we've got we've got a few ideas queued up that we're going to do at the uh, in in future episodes. But uh, give us your uh, feedback and thank you all for listening today.